0: Machine, I'm as healthy as can be. I'm a sleep green eating machine, eat my greens and get enough sleep. I eat my greens and get enough rest. It's amazing. How can I feel? Just try it once, see what I mean. One week we'll see all the deal. What's up, guys? Welcome to the plant power dad hour. My name's Corey. I have my co-host Gabriel Miller of Plant Based Gabriel. And together, we are two plant-based dads that are here to help you make a plant-based diet easy. If you're a busy parent, you want to transition to a plant-based diet, we're the two guys that you need to talk to, and we are here to help you. What's going on, Gabriel? Hey, just...
1: uh, enjoying, loving life, man. Good to be back on with you. Had a great, uh, a great talk last week, and yeah. uh, we had some good, uh, good reviews from it. So now I'm excited to, uh,
0: to do it all over again this week. Hey, we got it. We got to keep consistent and keep helping those plant-based parents out there. So that's what we're here for. That's right. um, If you are tuned in and listening on the podcast, hello. Uh, of course, this is a special segment, uh, part of Lean Green Dad Radio, and then of course you can also. Check us out over on our Facebook page, Plant Power Dad Hour, which we just launched uh, when we are recording this now, and we've got our our little icons uh, as our faces as the kind of the logo there. So go check that out, Uh, and then of course you can find us and and get a direct link to the feed on Apple Podcasts by going to PlantPowerDadHour.com. So we're gonna we're gonna get into a subject today. I know you saw in the title, guys. um, You know, dining out at restaurants as a plant-based person we have a question from uh one of our friends janice who submitted this um she's in our our network of plant-based parents and so we're going to address that question but before we do gabriel what do you what you have for breakfast this morning I and mean, it's it's what it's about 10 a.m my time when we're recording this so i'm just curious and i'm sure some of our listeners might want to know what was your breakfast
1: well you know i had a green smoothie so not a green Ooh. smoothie. It's just we have, you know, we have the farm here. And so I grow all of our vegetables. And so I have kale and multiple types of kale that I grow. And then I'll actually blanch it and freeze it for smoothies in the morning. So it's kind of already frozen, adds kind of a, a smoothie consistency to it. So I have that with some bananas, some cacao powder. Um, Some orange juice, actually. So it's a chocolate and orange smoothie we have every morning. So I have a big, big glass of it. I give my wife, Dr. Miller, a glass of it. And then I make uh, what we've been doing for like the past month and a half, ever since Bridget was born, has been, I've been making these oatmeal bars. So it's a banana, raisin, cinnamon, oatmeal bars, pretty much just throwing, like mixing together a bowl of oatmeal, spreading it out on a sheet pan with parchment paper Putting it in the oven, you know, we've got a convection oven, so it's kind of the perfect size, and cooking it for like 10, 12 minutes at like 375, and um, then letting it out and pulling it out. So it makes a great meal. And if, like, I I normally just kind of eat it all kind of in one sitting, but if, say, my wife, she'll normally eat it in one sitting, but if she doesn't, then it's not like the breakfast will go bad. Um, She can snack on it through the afternoon. So that's what I've had, that's what we've been having. You know, I like to, I don't recommend it, I don't tell, I don't, this is one thing that I get a lot of questions on is like smoothies. Well, you know, my I, someone told me I should have this smoothie or that smoothie.
0: Chew your smoothie. Ladies and, ladies out, and
1: gentlemen, don't drink a smoothie because it's healthy. I've never once drank a smoothie because it's healthy because guess what? It's probably not the healthiest thing you could do. You could have a salad. You could have, you know, this and that. But why do I enjoy it? Because when I was on the standard American diet, I would wake up and make myself a milkshake in the morning with oh. ice cream and dairy milk, you know, like crap. Yeah. I would do that in the morning. And during the summers, I would have a milkshake. I would go to drive to the drive-through, get a milkshake, kill my you know kill my body from the inside out, right? Where now I can do it more healthfully. Put some greens in there, enjoy it. I'm basically doing it for the banana and cacao in there, um, and I just enjoy it. So yeah. never once have I do I ever recommend because there's a lot of information out there from plant-based doctors and inform- you know that smoothies aren't the healthiest thing because you're not chewing it and this that, and that's exactly right. But the only reason you should drink a smoothie, the only reason you should ever drink a smoothie is because – you want to, and you can find it enjoyable. Not because it's healthy for you, because there's a lot of things that are healthy for you that you don't have to do.
0: Hey, if a smoothie is a treat for you folks, then like you're winning. Okay. And we're not talking about a milkshake. Okay. We're not talking about putting ice cream in your stinking smoothie. Do not do that. All right. I'm care if it's plant-based ice cream or not. You don't need to add all the sugar. You got a bunch of natural sugar from fruits. Some frozen
1: you, ban- yeah. We always have frozen bananas in the freezer. Have and, you ever
0: yeah. tried a banana celery smoothie?
1: I have not. I'm uh, Oh, you're missing out. I you're mean does, out. The, does the celery cuz I can imagine it being kind of fibery and stringy.
0: Dude, 3 bananas, 4 stalks of celery, 2 cups of ice. Try it. It's so refreshing, full okay. of vitamin C, absolutely good. Now, I mean, 3 bananas is a lot a lot of bananas in my opinion, right? But it's all good, right? It's but, all good. I
1: mean, you think about you think about the amount of calories in uh, like my smoothie would have 3 bananas in it. Uh, about eight to 12 ounces of greens in it, Um, three tablespoons of cacao powder, about half a cup of orange juice, and then water. Uh, You're talking about a smoothie that's like 350 calories, 400 400 calories uh, that I split between my wife and I compared to if I were to have, if that would be the equivalent of like taking three fourths of a cup of a plant-based ice cream or an ice cream, or, you know, you just, it's insane, you know, and I'm not recommending you throw in a bunch of, uh, nut, nut, uh, butters and all the, you know, the, it's like, you shouldn't be doing it for health, for fats or for it. It's like, enjoy it. If you want to, if you want to have a bowl of oatmeal, have a bowl of oatmeal. Um, but, but yeah, so that's, uh, I, I eat oatmeal in the morning for health. I drink a smoothie because I just enjoy it.
0: All right. So um, I got to share what I had. Okay. So mine is not as exciting as yours. Uh, very basic. I've been doing um, a not on purpose intermittent fasting. Okay. And it's not on purpose. I'm telling you, but when I work out, I like to work out in a fasted state. So my body is totally utilizing uh, not the carbs that I ingested as energy, but it's kind of tapping into my fat storage as energy to get me through the workout. Cor- and- Corey is uh, Corey is bringing up some uh, some some questionable science out there on fasted cardio you want I don't,
1: to i you not want to go down the rabbit hole then uh, i don't then,
0: i'm not i'm just saying that when i work out and, and it likes i enjoy working out in a fasted state now i'm not just saying like i
1: enjoy a smoothie I'm that's not exactly right reasons. i am not
0: i am not You're a scientist yeah, or a doctor it,
1: and that's and that's <laughs> something i think our, our listeners can really gain from it's like there are healthy things that you do because you enjoy them not because You're doing them just because they're healthy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, straight up. I get like dizzy after I work out hard and I've eaten food. So I tend to load my body with all the calories and everything after I work out. But I will tell you that today I had three pieces of toast. What kind of toast? Well, it was a gluten-free whole grain amazing toast um, by a a wonderful vegan uh, whole food brand that I work with that uh, the bread was incredible, right? Okay. And so I had a very classic bread Um, I put a little bit of jelly on it. I know like coat it in jelly, right? But it was grape jelly and it was absolutely great. Um, I loved it. And then I had a smidge of coffee. Okay. Now here's the deal with coffee in my, in my opinion, I have never been a huge fan of coffee. All right. I'm always like, Oh, coffee's bad for you. It's going to give you caffeine, blah, blah, blah. Right. So I think having a wife that drinks a lot of coffee and loves it, I was becoming a hater like I was hating all over her and like, hmm, looks like you're drinking coffee again. Looks like you're drinking coffee. Hmm. you know? And like it's, it's just like not- you were
1: you were rooting against your dad's favorite sports team when you were like twelve. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, <laughs> like you, yeah. Like just you you just by proxy, you have to cheer against the uh the enemy there for a bit.
0: It's just not a smart move as a husband. And so I stopped doing that and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna try this. So I I had some black coffee, but the coffee that I had, it it um it has lemon in it. I know that sounds crazy, okay? So it's, it's a brand in the grocery store. I'm not going to name it by name because we don't have sponsors on this podcast. Okay. But it was a coffee brand that, uh, was like a nitro brew. Uh, so cold brew, which is easier on the tummy in my opinion, and then also had a hint of lemon in it. And I drank half a, half a cup of it. And then, um, I have the other half a cup, like right here next to me right now, and I'll probably tap into it, but that's it. That's what I had. Now, normally, just like you, I will have oatmeal. Um, I will have probably a tablespoon or two, if I just want to be sinful, of maple syrup. Uh, And then I will literally cover the entire thing in a mountain of fruit. So I have a handful of frozen mixed berries that I got in bulk from like the the bulk food store. I'll throw that on there, Um, maybe some fresh strawberries on top of that, and then I'll cut a banana up. And I'll forth the banana. You ever do this, Gabriel? You like come down the banana, you twist it, come down the banana again, and then you're like bam, 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 and it just like falls like banana rain onto your oatmeal. The fruit ninja. That's right. That's right. Yeah.
1: No, that's nice. That's nice. Uh, here's, coffee is an interesting topic for people uh, getting on a plant based diet because you'll hear many doctors, Esselstyn, Google. You know, there's a, there's a lot of information out there about the ills of coffee, um, and just here's my quick take on it. If you're not drinking coffee before you get on a plant based diet, don't start. If you're drinking coffee when you adopt a plant based diet, don't make it a priority to quit. That could be the very last thing that you quit because the last thing you need when you're trying to figure out a new way of eating, a new way of living, is to have coffee detox headaches. Yeah. Um, You know, it's the one legal drug that's still socially accepted in the United States, right? There, you know, of, of just everybody does it and everybody gets, gets their high in the morning. Um, but not something you want to start. Not something that should be your first, uh, you know, don't, don't worry about quitting it right away, but is it, that beneficial for long-term health? Probably not. And uh, I think a lot of people would agree if you've gotten off of coffee, how good listen, you feel.
0: Listen to what Google just told me though. Coffee is the most popular beverage in the world with more than 400 billion cups consumed each year. OMG, about half of the people in the United States over the age of 18 drink coffee every day. That doesn't make it right, though. That doesn't mean you have to do it, okay? Don't do what everybody else does. Corey, if 400 million people jumped off a bridge, would you do it? That's right. No, no way. So listen, make your own choices, people. All right. So good. I'm glad that we had a chance to talk about our breakfast routine, at least for the morning. Um, Today's topic, folks, we're talking about dining out, okay? Now, you start a plant-based diet. You're you're maybe getting ready to start a plant-based diet. Maybe you hate cooking. Or maybe you tell yourself, I hate cooking. I'm not a chef, right? You use it as an excuse for why you can't put a potato in an oven and let it bake for 60 minutes, right? We're not talking about culinary excellence. We're not talking about chefly mastery, okay? We're just talking about you maybe taking a look at, taking a look at what you're doing. And I'm guessing if you're starting, you're probably used to going out a lot right maybe you go to pizza hut maybe you go to mcdonalds maybe you go to these places and we're not going to necessarily talk i'm going to talk about one of those places but we're not going to talk about those those things specifically we're not encouraging you to go out but we look it's inevitable right i mean gabriel people are going to go out they're going to ask to go hey you want to come with me to whatever right maybe it's a birthday party for their friend something like that do you really want to be the person that's like oh i can't go i got to stay home because I'm on a plant-based diet. Do we, do we really wanna do that, Gabriel? Well, it's interesting, Corey, you, you, we bring this topic up or
1: the, you know, cause I get asked it a lot, I'm sure you get asked it a lot. Um, but it's interesting because I get two big things, right? You hear this, t- 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 <laughs> these are two common common things that get brought up is one, I could never eat a plant-based diet or a vegan diet because it's so expensive. And then in the same breath, that same person will say, well, what in the world would I do when I eat out? <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah, Like I could never eat the simplest, cheapest way of eating on the planet. Rice, beans, potatoes, oats, corn, quinoa, a healthy whole food plant-based diet. I could never do that. But what should I do when I go out to the most expensive, highest margin food on the planet in restaurants? Yeah. Um, so let's just, let's just begin there, right? Cost,
0: uh, talk do, about cost for a minute. Is that what well,
1: mean? we can, that's all I want to talk about on cost, right? Hey. Is, but, but when we talk, when we think about a healthy plant-based diet, It's not going to be built around eating at restaurants, ladies and gentlemen. Yup. Whether, and and here's something we should, you know, and you say this, that you may, someone getting onto a plant-based diet may be familiar with eating out, or that might be a regular commonality in their daily life. Um, But ladies and gentlemen, in no part of human history, in the developed world, back, back 50 years ago, eating out was a once a month once every couple of months occurrence, unless you were a king, a queen royalty, right? The, mm-hmm. the, the, the 1% of the 1% who just so happen to also experience the most chronic diseases of any people, right? The kings and queens with gouts, with diabetes, you know, um, obesity and diabetes. And, um, but but we're, we're talking about something that traditionally has been a celebratory event. And yep. that is something that we've adopted. I grew up in a family where we did eat out quite a bit. It wasn't eating out the fancy. It was eating out the cheap junk food places, but eating out a lot. Um, and there was a belief that it was, it was cheaper maybe, and it was easier, maybe more accessible. Um, but in reality, it, was, it wasn't because you had to go there. Uh, first of all, the healthcare that it ensued uh, wasn't cheaper. Uh, but I think something that I would recommend we look at it as a celebratory event we're eating out. So it's something that maybe it's planned once a week, once a month. No, nah, probably not once a week. Once a month, you know, whatever you want to do. But D- Date, f- nights. My, hey, date once night. Once a week exactly. if it's date night. There you know? go. But but it's, it's a celebratory event and it's kind of planned, but it also could happen just by happens. You know, oh, hey, we want to go out. So here's my take on it. If you are someone, I want to start with this. If you are someone who is dealing with serious chronic diseases, you're on a plant-based diet because you've been given – Eight months to live. You have, you know, you 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 just had a triple bypass last year and you adopted a plant-based diet, so you don't end up on the operating table again with your chest slid out. You know, there's reasons you're on a plant-based diet. So I wouldn't be doing too many celebratory meals because yeah. you never know which celebratory meal is your last celebration. Yeah. And I would also be a little bit more inclined to have pushback when family, friends, loved ones all well-intentioned say, Hey, let's go out. Let's go out. Now you could, and we'll get into it. Order. You could, you could do the right things at the restaurant, but just putting yourself in that environment, someone who is in a serious health complicated state. Um, hopefully those loved ones have enough respect for you to say, Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, Dad almost died last year. Maybe we shouldn't drag him to Red Lobster, right? So, so if you're there, but then you've got, the, you've got the families that are healthy otherwise, that are eating a healthy plant-based diet, that adopted it for maybe other reasons than health in general, but are, uh, are enjoying the health reasons. I would just say this. It, you could look at it two ways. It's a, it, it, this is how we look at it as a family, and I'm sure you'll have a different take on it. I do, and that's why this
0: it, podcast rocks.
1: It is. So we look at it like this. Eating out is either a planned celebratory meal, which we will do once a month. And I can get into it later if you want to hear about like what, it, you know, a celebratory vegan meal once a, once a month. That's kind of what it is. Or a un, an unplanned slash like travel, got to do it eating out, which do you really have to is, is another question. But say you have to, you've got some kids. If we do that, then there's some simple, easy tips that we'll get into on how to eat out. So is it celebratory? Or is it an unplanned kind of have to stop at a restaurant, stop at a place to go out? Um, That's the big question. So that's what you should be asking yourself. And we'll get into that, I'm sure, um, more in detail.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, we have such completely different but also similar experiences in the sense that, I mean, you, you saved your entire family. And for me, my family has not transitioned. My mom, my dad, my mom eats, quote unquote, less meat, right? And I think she now eats no meat. And then my dad's the whole like, oh, uh, I don't eat, I don't even eat red meat, right? Because they think like red meat is worse than like chicken or something, which is yeah, so silly. Yeah. It's like watch what the health, right? Watch that for five minutes and you'll see. But um, my wife's family, and they probably won't be listening to, listening to this podcast, so it's all good. This will be the episode family. that they do. This is the one episode. My wife's family, but they won't make it this far. We're like ten minutes in right now. There's no way. But um, my wife's family. Uh, before we transitioned, and we're talking nine years ago now, right? Um, th- I would cook, I would grill chicken on the on the Barbie, right? I would I would make barbecue chicken, I'd paint it with barbecue sauce, and I was really good at it. And those family times that we had around our dinner table in our house at the time we had just one kid, now we have three, you know. Uh, she was two when we transitioned. So um you know the thing the thing about it is like that that w- that family moment was so big for us, that bonding around the table was so big, and so, like the majority of people that are probably listening to this they um they they might struggle with a partner that's trying to transition, and we should have a whole segment on that or we will um, we we will cover that yeah you know um or or they have other family members, so with mine um it's if they say they want to go out like you. I believe that you have to have a discussion, right? Guys, there's no right way to do this, okay? We're just sharing our experiences with you. But Jen and I, my wife and I, we have an agreement that we we are not going to let this um, separate our family. At the very beginning when you transfer to whether it's vegan or whole food plant-based, you're almost mad that you know this information and you want to share it with everyone that you know because you want to save their lives. You want to help them. And that anger sometimes can be translated as I'm better than you. Um, and that's never what we want to convey. And so we did that at the beginning. Um, we do this because we, we feel like if we don't tell you, we're, we're, we're hurting you. Why would we not tell you something that's going to help you? Um, but we, we do go out and, and we try the absolute best we can. We never, ever, ever will consume meat, dairy, fish, eggs. We don't, we don't do that. We just don't do those things. And I know you people are probably thinking right now, like, well, do you force your kids to eat this way? No, guys, they, they choose to eat this way. They're their own people. If Isabel Warren, my daughter, decided to eat a whole cheese pizza as a kid or eat a slice of real cheese pizza, which she would she would never do, okay, for multiple reasons, she would feel the consequences of it. She would feel it in her belly, and she would feel sluggish, and she would probably get a stuffy nose. And, you know, I know, and the people, Corey, the people that are that would question that,
1: that would say, are you forcing your kids to do that? Don't I I think they're too far separated from children to understand the empathy that children have. If if a child knows, right, they're not they've not been hardened by the world around them, right? If they knew, if, when you tell them, no, that's an animal. Do you want to eat an animal? Do you want to eat your friends? Do you want to, eat, would you eat your dog? Would you eat your cat? That's baby's milk. You're not a baby, right? When you tell a child that, um, they don't have these preconceived notions. They just, they kind of know like, oh wow. Yeah. I, I do, wouldn't want to do that. That That's no. not something I would do. So, so I think people who would give that pushback, Corey, I, and I think our listeners here, um, I don't know too many children that, that when presented with this information, uh, or not, not, you know, not crazy stuff, but just, when they hear the facts, um, they're, they're pretty, uh, they're pretty well on board with it. So I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even worry about that because I, I, I think the people that are asking that are so separ- separated from it. They're, yeah. they're, they're beyond, uh, they might've had kids 20, 30 years ago, or they, uh, you know, they're maybe keyboard warriors with, uh, yeah. lived in their basement, something.
0: Oh, uh, and that's a, eh, a, eh, I feel you. I feel you. Um, but you know, we, you know, I guess going back to it, like we, we, um, we we go out we go out with them. Um, there's certain places that they've learned over time that it's like, come on, don't don't ask Jen and Corey to go there. Like, there's no options. What are we gonna do? Eat like, uh, I I always say donut centers and wind pies, right? Nothing. <laughs> there's no donut center. We we can eat donut centers and wind pies at that place. Um, but you know, I think um, I think that there's a compromise there. There's a working together there, um, and oftentimes we'll cook we'll cook for the family and we'll invite everyone over to our house. And, uh, it's so funny because, uh, one time for a Super Bowl party, I made, um, beanball subs, right? And so I took the engine two patties that Rip has, and I like mashed them into balls and put them in a crock pot with marinara sauce and got a whole wheat bun, and just put it together. They had no idea. They had mm-hmm. no idea it was plant-based and they loved it. And then after I told them, they're like, Oh, Oh, wow. Okay. And there was even like fake mozzarella, like mozzarella cheese, like just fake cheese or whatever. And they they had no idea. So I think it's it's it's. Uh, I think you're
1: touching on something really important, Corey. And that is, and it's not necessarily on our on our topic, which we both kind of. But it's to say that the best in a perfect world, when you've got a family around you, whether that's your you know nucleus that's that's always there, right? Your wife, your children, your loved one. You know, your people living in your home the best way to eat is at home with food that you cook that you've prepared with your own hands that you know how it was done it's not only the cheapest it's the easiest it takes the least amount of time and it's also you know it's the healthiest and normally uh, we've gotten to the point now where we've cooked enough where going out to eat just doesn't taste as good you know people they it's like oh wow they threw a a brick of salt on something that's not that appetizing to me anymore um but, but so yes. So, and, and when you go out, you know, this probably is another topic for another day, but when you are invited over for dinner and you're eating plant-based, don't, ex- don't, this is not what you should do. You shouldn't tell them, prepare this for me, prepare that for me. I don't eat this. I don't need that. If they ask, you say great, but then also have it in the back of your mind to say, I told them every single inch of what we eat, and they're still going to put some chicken broth in it. So I'm not going to yeah. be able to eat it, right? Just or understand butter. That, butter, it always kills but, me. But expect to bring something over. You should always bring This is a rule that we, we live by. When we're going over to someone's house for dinner, we always bring a 9 by 14 you know, the glass Pyrex dish or whatever, a sheet pan worth of a healthy whole food plant-based meal so that we know that we're always going to have something to eat but beyond that, we're able to share this healthy, delicious, easy to prepare way of eating with our loved ones. Huge. Now, if you're going to yeah. an enemy's house or someone you don't like,
0: maybe you an enemy,
1: try. maybe you don't want it. Maybe you don't want to share uh, share this healthy way of eating with them. Uh, you know, but 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 if you're going to the loved ones' house, you you share with them. So there's that. That's not so much eating out, um, but that is that is the optimal way about going it. And I don't necessarily think, Corey, we need to tell people about celebratory meals because because everybody understands what you don't have i don't have to tell people who follow me or you know who i you know shoot a message or whatever about going to their favorite vegan restaurant because they're already there three times too much right yeah. they go plant-based and then they find out oh there's a vegan restaurant that's a celebratory meal ladies and gentlemen not where you should be every week and, and we could have to, you know but but what but, but what's really i think the applicable information here is what do I do when I need to go out to a yep. place that's not veg-friendly? That's not necessarily a celebratory meal, um, where I'm looking for a, a, an option, right, or something okay. to eat there? And Anything. And I and I and, you know, there's different places that cover it, and I covered it in the plant-based diet for beginners, and uh, because it is an it is an important topic. And here are just a simple few tips, and I've got a section in there on it, but. But number one is planning ahead, and I think that's important with everything we do on on this way of eating and in life, right? Even if you're, even if you're eating whatever you're doing, planning ahead is important. Um, but planning ahead, thinking about, all right, well, we've got dinner here. I don't, I didn't get a pick where we're going. We're going to, you know, Ruth Chris Steakhouse. We're going to these places that are not veg-friendly. What am I going to do? So the first thing you can do, this is the applicable, hard, you know, black and white stuff here. Is get on your phone, get online, look up the menu. Say, all right, well, there's an ins- there's something I could probably do. There's something I could ask about. There's something I could do. You do that pretty quickly. You can also call up the restaurant and say, hey, does this have butter on it? Can we do it this way? Can we do it this way? You know, can I get those green beans steamed instead of drenched in butter? You know, this or that. Can I get the baked potato without you rubbing bacon grease all over it? You know, can we do that? Can we do yeah. those things? Yeah. And they'll say, yeah, and that and that's an option. Um, but what I really like when people do. As you call ahead, don't do it two minutes before you get to the restaurant, an hour before you get to the restaurant, but the day before, two days before, call ahead the front of house and say, hey, I've got got some dietary restrictions. We've got dinner planned for two days from now at 7 p.m. We have reservations. I was wondering if I could get a hold of the chef or just talk to someone about seeing if they could prepare a meal that meets my dietary restrictions. Now, that may seem foreign to you. That may seem way out of the question, but let me tell you. Four out of five times you do that and a chef, if the chef's there and you're not calling during a busy time and, you know, they're, you're not, you know, annoying them, um, they're going to say, wow, well, that's kind of a challenge. I can't cook with butter or oil or, you know, depending on, you know, for us, right, no butter, no oil, no animal products. Um, well, yeah, I could probably come up with something. And more times than not, when you sit down to table and you do that, right, you thought ahead, you didn't pay anything extra, your meal is probably cheaper because, you know, they're not using all the, the rich Western ingredients. When you sit down at a table and you get brought a loaded sweet potato with steamed broccoli, a side of... Uh, you know, some sort of hash that, you know, just you get brought this meal, everybody else at the table is going to say, wow, what's yes. that? And then you get to tell them, oh, the chef made that special for me. That's a chef special yep, for me. Yep. But that's planning ahead. And that's and that's something that best case scenario. And guess what, Corey, there's probably a lot of people listening that even if they had two years to plan ahead, they're probably not going to go out of their way and call the restaurant and ask for that just because of the nature of them. And that's fine. Or, hey, we're going out, we got to go, you know, this or that. And you can't get out of it. It's a work meeting or whatever. And you have two hours. So what do you do? You pull up your phone, you figure out, all right, there's this, there's that. The first thing you do when you get to the restaurant, you sit down, you say, you talk to the waiter, you say, lay it out. You say, hey, this is, I know people that actually have sheets that say, these are my dietary restrictions, please take this this to the chef. Um, And you just say, hey, I see you have baked potato. Can we please just get it baked without rubbing it in bacon grease or you know? Can we, can we get it baked? I see you have green beans. I see you have broccoli. Is there any way I can get them sauteed without the oil and without the butter? Can I get them just steamed? Is there any possible? And you say, I'm willing to pay extra and you won't pay extra. They won't charge you any extra for it. And more than likely they will. And a couple times out of 10, they're going to bring it out and it's going to be drenched in butter or oil. And you're going to say, hello. You know, I just, I'm really sorry. And guess what? You're going to, and you're probably going to, people at your table are going to be like, "Oh, just eat it. Well, just have a heart, you know, I'm not just going to have a heart attack. So I'm not just going to eat this butter saturated, you know, food. Um, so plan ahead. And then another tip that people have is normally there's just a, uh, a salad, right? The generic salad, you get it without the cheese, without the meat, just get salad, a lot of people like to bring their own salad dressing. If you're someone who is not a bold person who would call ahead and ask for the, you know, just just be polite about it. But if you're not that person and you're not bold, you don't want to go up. The easiest thing you can do is get a to-go little, you know, little Tupperware, little little thing like that, with your own healthy salad dressing. Pop it in your purse, pop it in your bag, pop it in your wallet, whatever your wallet pocket, whatever. <laughs> bring it to the restaurant, and when the salad comes out. Pour your dressing over there, and you're good to go. Ask for the one that comes standard on the side because it's probably going to be drenched in whatever. Um, But do that, and you're fine. So planning ahead is important, but then also looking at the sides and 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 when you do that, it doesn't sound that attractive to people, right? Um, But that's why we don't do it that regularly because it's a celebratory meal. I'd much rather eat at my home. I'd much rather. uh, I I I would just much rather have a lot more control in that because it's all. And then by the time you're done with dinner, you got to pay. 60 bucks that's right you know to to a meal that plus tip yeah plus tip that mm, maybe you didn't enjoy that much unless you know you ate from the sides which your meal is probably gonna be like six bucks and everybody else is gonna be jealous and you're gonna feel good because you didn't just you know gorge yourself so so that's my take yeah not not a celebratory meal this is something that just happened i have to go it's not a, a veg friendly restaurant what am i gonna do just plan ahead, and uh, you know, look to just just be very clear with everyone, and be polite, and it normally works out, and you're normally okay. Um, and worst s- case, worst case scenario, Corey, you go another two hours without eating, and nobody dies, and you're a okay. That's yeah. tougher to do if you have kids with you, right?
0: With a plant yeah. power dad hour, we've they got kids. They think they're going to die. So
1: so I'm they not recommending. Eat. I'm not recommending you you force your kids not to eat there, but but you really do. You know, if you really care about. the all parties involved, and you really do um, make it clear and get them some steamed green beans, get them some steamed broccoli, get them some sweet potato like yeah. That. That's yeah.
0: You know, I talked to I talked to my girl just the other day. So Izzy's 11 right now, and I was like, she's like, Daddy, I'm so hungry. My stomach hurts so bad. I am so hungry. And I'm like, sweetheart, let's just. And I'm trying to stay calm, right? Because you don't play the game with them. Like you don't get into it with them. And so I'm like, well, sweetie, let's talk about like what you're experiencing right now. Um, are you starving? Or are you just hungry? And is your stomach empty? Or are you malnutrition, like malnourished? Are you going to die? Because there's people that go multiple days without food, and they're probably on the brink of dying. Which I think, I think you can go multiple days without food and you know still survive, right? I mean, if you're stuck on a mountain, I think it's,
1: I think it's a, a seven rule of sevens. I'm pretty sure it's uh, no, it's not sevens. It's a uh, ten maybe. Something like that. Or seven. Mm, I forget what it is. You can go something like seven days with, without, uh, seven, seven, seven. No, here's here's what it is. Ten, <laughs> I think I think it's I think it's twenty twenty twenty. I think it is maybe. Whoa. Can, ten or twenty. You can go like ten hours without without shelter. You can go ten days with ten hours. I don't know something without water, something without food. But yeah, people do that.
0: Yeah. Um, People, people do it. Look, I I fasted. I fasted for seven days on nothing but lemon water and I survived. It was that master cleanser I heard everybody doing. I'm like, I'm going to try this thing. It was absolutely ridiculous. I was like, why am I doing this? I'm so hungry right now. So I stopped at day seven. You're supposed to make it through 10 days and you like drink a gallon, like a, no, as a liter of salt water. It was absolutely ridiculous. Makes you like poop like crazy. It was insanity. I was like, this is nuts. What am I doing? So I stopped. But I had to do it because I wanted to be able to talk about it, you know, so at least I can talk about it. All right. What I want to talk about is expanding on the last tip that Gabriel just said, which is bring your own stuff, right? So is it nice to bring your own food to a restaurant? Eh, not really. You'll probably get a couple looks. But if you're not afraid and you're going to do it, there's a couple things you can bring, all right? First, uh, you know, there's there's uh, cereals out there. I'm not talking and, and about – And, Corey, let's just – this would be more so in the idea that – you're with, you know,
1: you've got to go to something. This is like this Denny's is like the last like case that. scenario where it's like I've got to go to this meeting, this yep. event, this whatever. This isn't your choosing to <laughs> so like. Yeah. I don't think anybody would say I'm gonna choose to bring my own stuff to another place where I'm gonna pay a tip to yeah. eat food that I can eat right there. And, uh, Agreed. So, so there is
0: so this and this is good. Keep going, but this is the uh oh situation where it's we've got to go out. It's true. I mean, you could bring a banana. You could bring, you know, something like Rip's Big Bowl or something like that, you know, of of cereal, um, some kind of basic cereal, but they're probably not going to have any kind of non-dairy milk. um, And if it is, it's probably going to be sweetened, right? So these are things you probably have to think about. Um, The salad dressing is a good one. Um, What else could they bring if they wanted to bring something with them? I mean, I'm just thinking breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Dinner's really tough, guys. I'm gonna be honest with you. I, you can't like bring your own dinner. Um, and this is also, I guess, if you couldn't, if they were very adamant about you not being able to get sides, you
1: couldn't get a baked potato. You couldn't get a baked sweet potato. So without rare. It's it a being, rare situation. Right. So, so you, yeah. you normally can get to get that going. Um, but you know, just bringing that salad dressing is key. Eating you, because here's the deal: you could pretty much bring a salad dressing anywhere. Pour it, discreetly. Pour it on your salad. Enjoy a big salad at a restaurant, and not one person would notice. Like literally, yeah. you're at a table with 20 people at a work meeting. There's other people there that are just eating a salad, right? Oh, I'm just gonna eat a salad. It's for health reasons, you know, whatever. You're not gonna be out of the out of the norm by eating a salad. Just yep. discreetly pour your dressing on there. Ask for the other dressing on the side. No cheese. No no meat. You're good there. um But are you gonna be hungry still? Probably. But if you didn't feel comfortable bringing banana, bringing some granola, bringing some oats then eat before you go out right this yeah. is an unavoidable event it's a work event whatever that we're going out eat before you go out and and I'm and we're not recommending you drag your kids to a work event where they're not going to be able to eat and you know this or that so so I guess this is more so kind of in the in the adult sphere but but bring that salad dressing eat before you go out and nobody's going to bat an eye you're going to be just as normal as everybody else who's eating a salad because they're worried about their weight or they're watching their weight or whatever so if you do that you're a-okay, nobody's yep. going to bat nine. Now, if you do want to bring some stuff, here's just what I would say. It's funny because growing up, I didn't need to stay on American diet, right? My family was fat, sick, overweight, and on the brink of a health disaster in and out of hospitals all the time.
0: Um, you said you didn't eat a standard American diet.
1: We did. We did. Oh, eat you did. Yeah. We did eat the standard American diet. Yeah, yeah, excuse yeah. me. Fat, sick, overweight, in and out of hospitals, on the brink of health crisis yeah. all the time. That was that was normal growing up. But what also was normal is, you know, my dad would bring other food to a restaurant, but not because they didn't <laughs> have the healthy options, Corey. It's because when we went to a Mexican restaurant, they wouldn't put enough cheese on his burrito, oh. so he brought a bag. Or put it in my mom's purse, a six ounce bag of cheese so that he could sprinkle cover his burrito because they wouldn't put enough on there.
0: No or, way.
1: Or, you know, this is probably, growing. my parents would want to go out to a, a, a seafood restaurant, a fancy, you know, expensive seafood restaurant, but they wouldn't want to pay 25 bucks for the kid's menu. So they would stop and pick us up like a Happy Meal or something, which we would eat at the table. Or, oh you know, no. So, so it's, other parents are doing it. It's not yeah. a question. Don't feel like you're you're a problem or you're gonna get in trouble, right? If they have a problem with it, they'll let you know. But they nine out of ten times there's nothing gonna happen.
0: Just say it's an allergy. Do
1: do not feel bad about bringing some fruit, fresh fruit, or your own salad dressing to a restaurant. Just Just say my kids are
0: allergic to bad food. They break out. Well, you know, Corey,
1: there is some there is some. There, there are people – you're going to get some hate on that because uh, there are <laughs> – It's okay there, to have it be there, an allergy apparently, there are but it's not people, okay to be a choice. <laughs> Corey, there are a lot of people who have severe allergies that yeah. have a huge problem. Yeah. You saying that you you going into a restaurant and saying that you have an allergy, which you don't. Now, am I in that category? Hey, you let Corey, me follow up. Corey, am I am I in that category? Not so much, because here's the deal: you may have a weed allergy, which you get itchy and red, blotchy, or you know, you stuff up, or you know, you may have a serious weed allergy. You may have a serious milk allergy. But I'll tell you this: if there's a tablespoon of oil, or if there's some cheese that sneaks into my food, or if there's some dairy that sneaks into my food i'll get stuffed up i'll have diarrhea and i'll feel terrible for seven days right yeah Yeah. so you tell me what the, what allergies consist of yeah. and I'll tell you, Yo, know, so, so I'm not saying that you should do this or that, but I am saying there is a large portion of the population who do have people with, with here's the problem. Here's what they say is.
0: Now it's like a presidential when, debate.
1: Here's here's what happens when you go into, <laughs> when you go into a restaurant, there's, here's what they'll say. And this isn't me. This is people with children or with serious allergies. When you go into a restaurant and you don't have a serious allergy, even though milk, will literally tear you up from the inside out, make you break out with acne, you know, just horrible, which I would call a reaction. I'd call an allergic reaction. Um, even if that's the case, someone with a serious allergy, right? And what is serious? It's all subjective kind of, um, they'll say that you going into a restaurant and saying you have an allergy floods the market, so to speak, and makes the back staff and the chef not take allergies serious because everybody's coming in with an allergy. So they're going to be more lax. That's Mm. their take on it. I don't see that being my problem. I think that's the problem of the chef and the staff that even if 10 out of 10 people come in with an allergy, then take it serious and don't put milk on my stuff or don't do this or that. So, So that's just the take on it. Now, I'm not saying people go into a restaurant and say they have an allergy, but also when you're walking into a restaurant with your baby girl and your baby boy and your loved ones. You do what you do to keep them safe and keep them healthy. So I wouldn't tell you what not to. Yeah, I'm not telling you not to do it or what to do. Uh, but I am t- saying that there is. That's a that there's a hey. there's a certain group of people that that are very against you saying you have an allergy.
0: Mad love to you, people that have serious allergies. My cousin has a nut allergy. I get it. My son is deathly allergic to milk. He will break out in hives like crazy. Um, but I I was simply saying that. It is interesting in society that when we say it's an allergy, it's taken more seriously than when it is a choice. And I'll even get asked sometimes, are you vegan because of the animals or are you vegan because of like a dietary choice? I'm like, does it matter?
1: Does it matter?" Or your waiter or your front of staff or your chef will come and say, well, are you able to have a little bit of milk? Oh no. Like, like, oh my God, no, no no means no, right? Um, But so here's what I found to be the best option. And you could do what Corey said. Yeah, yeah. We'll just, you know, you could do what Corey said and you're probably going to be good there. But you could also do this because you can go online right now and find a thousand talks with dozens of whole food plant-based doctors that tell you that dairy causes this, that, red, you know, that all these things happen. So all you have to do is go into a restaurant and say, my doctor has told me that I am not allowed to come within five feet of oil. Or come within five feet of dairy. That is doctor's orders, right? Because awesome. guess what? Your doctor who you listen to for twenty hours a week on other lectures has told you that a thousand times. So doctor's orders. I like that. That is that's an that's something that you could you could also um maybe feel better about if if, if i like that better
0: anything. than lying like don't don't lie and say you have an allergy when you don't although like you said it is subjective about it what is, is an allergy to say
1: what is an allergy we're all allergic yeah. to
0: cow's milk we all are we're all lactose intolerant so I- so
1: so there's so is there is that so those are just things to think about um, but yeah, I, I would, I would love to hear Corey, what your what, what does it look like if you have to go out? You've, here's what I would like to know, right? Cause I'm a new dad. Yeah. Know, we're plant powered dads, but you're more of a veteran, um, is to say, got everybody. You got the three kids in tow, you got your wife, you guys have loaded up the minivan and you just had a soccer game or, you know, you're, you, you just got done with a play, or You just went to Disney or you know, everybody's hungry. It's seven o'clock. You're an hour and a half away from home.
0: What do you do? Yeah. Well there's there's a ton of vegan restaurants that we could go to. I mean we're lucky. You're we're in, in the middle. In, I'm sorry, I forgot to say. You're we're in, in Orlando. the middle of omaha nebraska i did you know i didn't
1: and not omaha because you've got to guess a v yeah because modern love would have already been sold you know would have already been uh, all the tables would have been taken and uh,
0: okay all so right so you're in the middle of rural america with your we have we, kids we forgot health. to pack our snacks knowing that we were in the middle of rural america we that, forgot yeah we have nothing didn't think ahead what do i do okay so my my first thing goes to there's got to be some kind of fast food restaurant around here right okay and then when we go to the fast food restaurant if we have to go. What do we get? And for me, there's always like, look, guys, I'm sure I'm going to get tons of hate for this, right? There's always going to be a McDonald's somewhere. You know it. It's just going to happen. So, what can you eat at McDonald's? Well, the answer could be water. Water
1: is really good there, I hear.
0: (laughs) You could get oatmeal. All right. Here's the deal you get your oatmeal made with water. You do not take any of the junk that comes into packets or whatever. They're going to top it with apples. You can get a little bit of, um, I believe, I don't know if they have plant-based milk, but quite honestly, the water oatmeal with the apples on top, my kids will eat it. They'll like it. Um, that's, that's something we could get. Um, something that is probably vegan, but not, not a good choice would be, uh, like the hash browns. I mean, I mean, we're talking dire situation. My kids haven't eaten for 3 days they're going to 24 die. days they're yeah, they're, they're, they're malnutrition, malnourished they're just doing horrible. Running
1: I guess on fumes.
0: I look we could also do a oh it pains me right but we could do like a beyond beyond burger or something along those lines. I get, we're talking we're talking dire situation here right? So that's what you asked asked me so that's what we'd do. And um I would focus on the beyond rather than the impossible because I feel like the impossible has more chemicals in it. The beyond is still chemically but and not real food at all but at least it's vegan and so you know you try to stay vegan if you can't be whole food plant-based but ideally we would already have so i guess
1: i guess that was that was something there i I guess i didn't maybe so here's i here's i guess the better question is you've got your family in tow you know you're gonna have to go out to a restaurant what do you do
0: you go vegan is that what you're talking about
1: I, I, you know, you, you're just out and you know, you just, you have to go to a restaurant. I mean, it
0: it depends on which restaurant, right? I mean, let's, let's talk. I want, I want a lightning round this because we're getting to the end of our podcast here and I want to answer this, but so this, this article that I found talks about different style of restaurants. And I think instead of like mentioning exact restaurants, let's just talk about like, um, like an Asian restaurant, right? Like Asian restaurants are super easy because you can get brown rice, you could get tofu, you could get tons of veggies on top that are steamed, right? Steamed is going to be big. You could get edamame. I mean, there's lots of good stuff you could do. You could get brown rice veggie sushi, and yeah. you could get it wrapped in seaweed and just get like an avocado roll. That would be excellent, right? That's perfect. And then just the one thing you
1: ask when you're at a, uh, an Asian restaurant like that is just make sure there's no fish sauce because they like to sneak it
0: in. So, oh, it's so true. It's So, so true.
1: Just, uh, just that, but that's a great option, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. Let's talk, um, um, lightning rounding this. Okay. Steakhouse. Italian. Steakhouse. steakhouse talk to me is a
1: wonderful, it seems like the exact opposite, no. but a steakhouse has some of the better options. If you're a whole food plant-based family, a vegan family, and you're out in the middle of nowhere and you need to go out to eat, um, right. You could go there and really say, I don't want it covered in anything, but I want just a plain steamed baked potato or sweet potato. Boom. I want some, or I want some steamed broccoli, yep. some steamed green beans, make it happen, pile it on my plate. Let's go. There's a $6 meal that you can fill up on and feel okay with. Um, so that's a good option. There's also, uh, we'll have a salad bar. A lot of times these yep. steak bars, Fruit, steak kinds, veggies. So, so you fill up on a salad bar, you know, you do a lot of things. Um, something that I didn't, that just really lightning quick is pretty much, even if you're in a food desert, you can normally drive a little ways and go to a res- or go to a grocery store or a gas some, station or a gas station pick up some fresh fruit get your family fueled up and make the make the trek home and you're a okay.
0: Dude, I totally missed that. I totally would have done that. A grocery store is great too. Like you can go to a grocery store and grab anything. You're totally right. You said I was in the middle of the boonies though and there was no grocery stores or anything around.
1: No, I didn't. There was grocery stores. That was oh, a, that was see? a uh, you did not pass.
0: There's to there's understand. gonna be there's gonna be a McDonald's you're though. You're know there's that. gonna
1: be that uh, another just fast foody one that I know like my my in-laws really enjoy is if they're traveling out is Wendy's right? What? Oh, cause the baked potatoes? Because you can get a baked potato, a plain baked potato. Don't want yeah. any sour cream, no butter, plain baked potato. And you'll know plain baked potato and get a side of salsa. You pour that salsa on there. You get two of those. You're full, you're filled up and you stayed whole food plant-based That's while epic. eating out. And that is, um, take like the cheapest thing on the menu too. So two baked potatoes from Wendy's, no butter, no cheese, no sour cream.
0: No frosty. You're not allowed to have a frosty. frosty. I'm just kidding.
1: Two sides of of salsa and you're rocking and rolling. That's amazing. You're ready to go.
0: That's the best tip of this entire podcast. So
1: I guess what we're kind of in wrapping up, Corey, is what we're really saying is plan ahead. Yeah. Plan ahead, right? If it's a celebratory meal, right? A vegan celebratory meal, that's another thing. We really don't have to teach you how to go out to your favorite vegan restaurant and order. You, ladies and gentlemen, already know how to do that. But if you're not able to do that and you have to go out, right? Plan ahead. Secondarily, look for some alternative options other than just stopping at Maccas, as we as they say over um in Australia, right? We're not talking about going to McDonald's. You think about other options as in, oh, there's a grocery store. Let's go pick up some fresh fruit. Let's go pick up some they have rice now that you can put in a microwave and warm it up. I mean there's a thousand different things that you can do. Um, so just think out of the box a bit. Because what everybody else is doing, what the rest of the world is doing, is leading them to a path of being fat, sick, overweight, in and out of hospitals, the standard American way of living and dying and eating, right? So that's the easy osmosis route. But what what, what you have to do is just think on your feet a little bit, plan ahead, and you'll be a okay. Call the restaurant ahead of time. Make sure that they can steam some veggies, get a baked potato. Um, But beyond all that, eat at home have your simple starchy staples ready to go. And you're normally um, pretty much 99% of the time, you're going to be a-okay, the cheapest way of eating, the easiest way of preparing it and the healthiest food for your family.
0: I just a couple more. One Perfect summary, perfect summary. And you've, we've mentioned everything, but just again, if you're going to an Italian restaurant, just for fun, whole grain pasta, see if you can, whole wheat pasta, no cheese in your tomato sauce. Um, if you're going to a breakfast spot, you know, look for that plant-based milk. Look for making sure the oatmeal is made with water. Um, fresh fruit always, guys. Nuts, you could add a handful of nuts on top of your oatmeal. That would be really great. Um, we talked about gas stations, grocery stores for kind of the, the fresh food. Um, you could even get maybe some some unsalted nuts at the gas station, something along those lines. So lots of options out there. We hope that this gave you a lot of ideas Um, For for when you're out there and just uh, again expanding the possibilities because as a plant-based family just starting off You seem like you you feel like you're alone sometimes, but you're not alone There's a lot of options You just have to expand your thinking and get rid of what you're used to get rid of what you've been taught and is ingrained in you By your parents who might not have known the difference and make a different choice and shift Just like Gabriel did for his entire family shift the entire mentality and trajectory of your family so that you live longer you are happier and you enjoy life rather than spending time in the doctor and um and you know, feeling, also
1: understand understand that we've been doing this for a while and we weren't able to give hard black and white go there get this do th-, right these are options that you can do these are recommendations but when you're going out to eat you're kind of in uncharted territory you don't you don't have control of what's happening behind those walls back there where they're cooking the food all you can do is be pretty is be firm clear and concise about what you are looking for um think on your feet a little bit but um but just understand that right we 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 aren't able to call a restaurant ahead of time for you we aren't able to do that um so it is this is a and the amount of things that we were able to cover here hopefully everybody gets the idea that you really are in uh, no man's land when you're, when you're out eating, uh, eating outside of the home. Uh, but, but planning ahead and doing things can definitely be helpful, but just know that, um, you, you really are taking some control out of your own hands when you are doing that.
0: Hi people. He's plant-based Gabriel. Follow him all over the world at plant-based Gabriel. I am lean green dad. Follow us both. And uh, we're all over, you know, all of your Facebook social page, channels.
1: New Facebook page, Up hey, Run in Plant new Power Face- Dad
0: Hour. Plant Power Dad Hour. Go check us out. Uh, you'll you'll be able to find us pretty easily. Um, Gabriel mentioned it, but there is a book, Plant Based Diet for Beginners, that he wrote that is all over Amazon. You can get it on his website as well. And then uh, my book is an ebook, and you can access it just by visiting leangreen dad.com. Uh, right now it's completely and totally free. So go out there and grab it. Um, grab both, and thanks for your support as always. We will catch you next week.: Now, I'm a lead.